Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game by Show podcast. Today is September the 17th, 2017, and my name is Legrand. I'm joined with Jeremy and Dale. Hello. Hey. Hi, Jeremy. How, how? Hi, Greetings. How's it going? I am Dale Jones. Good, good, good. It's uh, Sunday, man. It's, um, it's been quite the weekend, but uh, I'm glad the weekend's... Well, it's o- I guess it's over. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to get back back to work tomorrow. Um, I don't have Salt that Comic Con week. Yeah, that's true. It's Comic Con week, and I've got a trip to California. So busy week up ahead. Comic Con is in the human heart, but not in the robot heart. Dude, it's Comic Con everywhere all the time. We probably run a Comic Con, or at least have our software powering a Comic Con, all the time, all the time now it seems. I have so many, many Harley Quinn cosplayers in my life at all times. Uh, you know, it's exhausting. Cosplay. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. At least it's not anime. I'm, I'm kind of immune to it at this point. I'm kind of just like... I love anime. I am Dale Jones. No? It doesn't phase me one way or the other. If anything, it phases me more in a negative way. All humans attempt to make a living by wearing costumes in exchange for legal tender. This does not compute. Boop boop. Those people are fools. Fools! Uh-huh. Instead, it is more logical to accept payment for delivery of goods and services. Services such as murder. Well, Dale tried to pursue a career in his hobby of frozen food, and I don't know. Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> He's like, man, this isn't working out. I, I, I can't enjoy my my weekends when all I want to do is murder, do work stuff. It was his second choice after <laughs> professional luchadoring. I am also a superior luchador. Uh, my designation is El Roboto. Uh, so. <laughs> We had we had a, a response to the, our probe uh, at the last Wednesday show that we need to follow up on. Um, do do you want to do you want to uh, announce what what we found out? Oh yes, from our listeners. Uh, we found out that uh, yeah, uh, actually, what what the question of the probe is highly provocative. Ha ha ha! It is a joke for humans. Well, kind of. I guess the the question was because I think somehow it got it got. Uh, kind of misconstrued into it makes no difference or that uh, that you know keyboard is not better or, or whatever my contention has been and continues to be that it is not a game changer for something like destiny that it could be a game changer for something like call of duty or for counter-strike go or something like that but for something like destiny it, it is not a significant um, uh, as the real Dale Jones my preferred input is command prompt I own noobs with SQL queries. Yeah, yeah, and even that, like, the, I mean, the game just is not typically... My wife a is a keyboard. Shooter. It is a fact. It's just not like that. But anyway, Legrand, tell us more about this. What uh, What is the final verdict on this? Uh, the final verdict is that uh, it is significantly different, and it's just a different... Uh, the playing the game is just drastically different on a mouse and keyboard over a controller. Ah. That, is, that, is what we've, that is what we've come to. So let it be written, so let it be done. All right, I'm glad we've all come to an agreement on this. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, so thanks to Nick for uh, writing in, like, a string of um, mock Jeremy quotes. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's, it's kind of, you know, I'm sort of used to it. It's kind of what I get, but, you know, I probably deserve it, too. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah probably I, we'll, we'll read one here. He says, uh, ranch is good on my salad. I don't need to try a vinaigrette to know it's the same experience. I, Dale Jones, salad. always eat my salad with a keyboard and mouse. It is a robo salad. <laughs> uh, you know, mouse and keyboard is better for anything that you decide you want to do in life. 
Try it out sometime. It's great. Well, we've got some news today, and I'm going to start it out. What do y'all think about that? Do it. Get We're going to start out with some NES Classic and SNES Classic news. I believe there was a tweet a little bit ago uh, with Reggie Fiamme, or whatever you say. Fisame, yeah. Uh-huh. saying that, uh, hey, guys, don't go out and buy SNES classics from scalpers because you shouldn't be playing, paying more than retail for this thing, right? Yes. Um, which led to a lot of people saying, well, you know, put your money where your mouth is and give us more units and we will buy them at retail as long as you produce them, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and so basically the word on the street is now that they're going to continue producing the SNES classic into 2018 where... Previously, when they announced it, they said that it was going to be a this year only. Um, but it seems like Nintendo may be uh, learning a little bit of lesson from the NES Classic and that they're just going to make more SNES Classics. Uh, there's also reports that they plan on releasing as many SNES Classics on release day, which is, I believe, September 29th, so sometime in the next couple weeks, uh, as were made available for the entire NES Classic period. Um, you know, so. they, they actually did give a little bit of an explanation as to why this is. They say that um, they, they were sort of basing their original run on the NES Classic uh, on sort of poor sales of other standalone retro consoles like the uh, the Atari or the Sega one or whatever. And maybe maybe they did take into account the the impact that their own branding would have. And on their that. own fantastic games, probably, right? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. uh, Nintendo games and Nintendo nostalgia is stronger than other consoles in general. That is true, generally speaking. Um, yes, that's true. So if you look at it from that standpoint, I, I can understand where they're coming from because, you know, those those consoles are generally pretty crappy. But Nintendo generally doesn't put out crappy hardware, you know. And a lot of those consoles exist as a cash grab. While and th- while this probably is a cash grab, it also seems like a pretty decent piece of hardware, right? Yeah. It, Such it, inferior humans. They ignored a high probability of obtaining more cash from other inferior humans. No, they could have grabbed a lot more cash, which is why they've also announced that they're going to be making NES classics again. They're going to put them back in the factories, crank you know a couple dozen more out, and put them on uh, pre-order websites again. I-, I wonder how that's going to happen. Are-, are-, are they going to make you pre-order again for the next release of NES classics? Is that what's going to happen? I Those hope. I hope back. not. That's the because news. I'm just. Yeah, I just I just don't want to hear about any of that anymore. So I hope that they just like airdrop them to people individually. I am Dale Jones. Exactly. Yes. Are are y'all gonna get one? When it becomes convenient to murder a human and take one, I, Dale Jones, will do so. Yeah, that's kind of the way I am. If I stumble across one or or can just buy one, then I will. Kind of like I did with the SNES classic that I have, uh, hopefully coming to me. I, I just think of what I could do with sixty bucks. You know, and it's like uh, you, you could buy a game that you could play for fifteen minutes. You you could buy a couple games that could stay shrink wrapped on your shelf, Jeremy. I don't know what the yeah, difference is. Exactly, exactly, and it would give me as much pleasure <laughs> as an NES classic. Uh, speaking of as much pleasure as an, as an SNES classic, the Nintendo Switch is probably the greatest console of all time. Does not yet have virtual console support, but they are bringing wired uh, new some new wired controllers to it uh, this next month in October. Um, do you guys know how wired controllers work on the Switch? Do they plug into the USB-C port? I was wondering about that. I guess they must because you you probably wouldn't be able to use it in. Could you use it in tablet mode? Can, does it have a USB-C? I guess it has. That's to. That's how you charge it, right? That's what it's got to plug into. I'm just wondering how you plug that into your into the console when it's in dock mode. Please insert it into my USB-C input hole. 
Yeah, that sounds horrible, Dale. Is that really how how it has to work? Yes. And it's only got support for one controller because there's only one USB port on the back? I have another input in the front. Uh, yeah, yeah that sounds pretty dumb. I don't know. The funny thing is all the promotional art only shows the controller side. We don't actually see what's on the other end of the connector. So. Yeah, nobody knows. But these are actually some pretty good... There's some pretty good-looking controllers in classic NES. Hey, guys, let's make some new, new colored versions of things we already have so that idiot Nintendo fanboys will buy them. Nintendo Switch. Why would you want a wired controller in general? Like, are we, like, not... Over wired, why wired controllers at all? Because people are playing Smash Brothers on that thing, and people aren't playing Smash Brothers on their Switch. That's that's where that's where you're mistaken. There's no oh, Smash Brothers will. on the Switch. They're, they're going to be playing that. They're going to be playing Splatoon, and they're going to be doing it for professional esports teams. And they need that extra one millisecond of exactly of response. You do not time. Uh, do not underestimate the bitchiness of the okay. Nintendo esports scene. Well, if that's your jam, or if you just like collecting Nintendo stuff because you'll buy anything that Nintendo co- releases, then uh, you should get some of these because they look actually look pretty cool. There's a, a Zelda one and a Mario one, and they look nice. So there you go. Nice. Uh, you mean Robo Zelda? Yeah, Princess Zelda when she goes and gets that sword from the beginning, where the guy says, "Don't go alone, take this sword," and Zelda goes and gets it. Right, right, Jeremy. Right. Yes, absolutely. Zelda is the hero of the Legend of Zelda. That's why it's the Legend of yeah. Zelda. Legend of what Zelda did to kill Ganon and save his girlfriend. I don't know. Something. That's right. Uh, there was uh, some people that got dug into the Switch's firmware, I think. Right? Yes. Uh, and they found that... Um, well, that we already we are, they already kind of known, and it's kind of been known that, you know, the Switch, they plan on doing some virtual console things eventually, I we hope, I think. Um, but there's an emulator, an NES emulator on the Switch. Um has a built-in NES emulator, and they found a full game of the original Golf yeah. from the NES <laughs> embedded in the uh, software, the firmware of the Nintendo Switch. Um, so if you guys remember, this is like, I believe this was probably either a launch title or a launch window title, um, if they even had those. <laughs> they even considered it launch window back then, but for the original uh, NES back in the 80s. Uh, golf. It was just called Golf. That was back when it's like, well... There's no there video games golf about game. golf, so I'm going to make one, and, and we're going to call it, it golf, yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, of course, it's not playable because it's you know buried in the firmware and it's inaccessible, but uh, it exists in there. Um, so, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means that soon they're going to be selling it with a free game. It actually came with a free game all along. So in addition to uh, old emulated games that you can get on your Switch, uh, Nintendo did their Direct for, I guess, what we would consider the the fall and winter season 2017, and uh, they had a lot to announce. This is presumably probably the one that they used to get people hyped up for uh, holiday sales and those kinds of things. So they had a few things to show. Um, They opened with Pokemon Ultra Sun and Pokemon Ultra Moon. Uh, They showed some special Pokemon uh, I kind of tuned out for that, and I'm glad that it didn't last more than a couple minutes. Yeah, I... Nintendo, you know, I just gotta say this. Nintendo does this thing on their directs, and it sort of degenerates into that. And it did with this, too. I mean, they, they showed uh, Mario & Luigi, which is cool, the remake of Superstar Saga, which uh, I'm, I'm Oh, man, Jeremy's all over that. Yeah, I am super all over that. Uh, Kirby Battle Royale, which is like I a hate Kirby. Kirby... What? Like a... They, they drop you in on an island... And then there's a yeah, circle that exactly. closes in, and you're a bunch of Kirby's, and you try to kill everyone else. Yeah, yeah, it is sort of a, and you're That's also dressed in like Japanese school kid outfits. Uh, yes. Yeah, there's loot boxes for that. Right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
You know, if, if they ever release a freaking dress-up game for Mario, oh my gosh, they would make so much money off of loot boxes. Yeah, not for me. I, I would, you know, I would get the one where they show Mario's nipples, and I would leave it at that. For would it be a Batman costume that forever. shows Mario's nipple? Oh, Batman dude, nipple Mario. Yes, his like yes, absolutely. Good. Yes, it would. Uh, Minecraft on the 3DS is kind of interesting. Um, the last device I think in all the world that uh, doesn't have Minecraft. I think my refrigerator will play Minecraft. Uh, so they've got that. Uh, Mario Party the Top 100, which uh, takes 100 of the best minigames from across all of the Mario uh, Party games in the main series. That you can play by yourself on your 3DS. Actually, here's the thing. It actually has single cart download play. So if you have friends with 2DSs or 3DSs, you can play with them. Still uh, dumb. No, that's cool. That's actually really cool. Okay, it's um, okay. But you know what's cooler? Having that, that game on a system that was designed to be played on rooftops and in parks and on airplanes. sweet chain hoops. Next to the chain hoops. Yeah, that's, that's where right. that should have been, Nintendo. Yeah, well, but being stupid. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did they have here? They did a uh, Pokemon-themed 3DS with uh, little Pokeball stylings on it. That's pretty cool. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, and I guess I didn't finish my thought earlier, but Nintendo, they sort of devolve into this thing where they start showing you every button press. Like, press R1 to switch your weapon. Cranky Kong can double jump. I, I can't. They just really test my patience every time. Uh, Snipper Clips is getting uh, some DLC. It's like a plus version, which is kind of cool. I guess, if you like snipper clips. Um, and then they showed like just a whole uh, bunch of um, kind of smaller titles. Um, I think they've got... Uh, they showed a little bit of the Project Octopath or whatever it is, Project Octomom. Humans have forgotten the true nature of video games, which is to join pixels and anime into one. Yeah. It's pixely. I haven't even looked at it. What is it supposed to be like? It is like Saga Frontier. Do you remember this game, Humans? I remember uh, the box. It is the pinnacle <laughs> of all video games. I will now speak the language of anime. Saga Furunchi wa, subit no jiken no seiko no video gamu dana. Watashi wa inai anime ga desuki desu. Watashi wa Dale Jones desu. Mm. This looks okay. I mean, it's they actually released a free demo as of the uh, as of the time the direct aired. Uh, so you can actually go get a free demo. It, it lets you play as two different characters, a warrior and a dancer, and you can kind of see how the, the, the stories interact and stuff. And it is sort of pixely. They do some value-added, you know, lighting, and, and it's uh, voiced. So a lot of the, uh, you know, the main cutscenes, I guess, are fully voiced, and then they have some of those little, you know, shouts and things that they do for, for other dialogue. But, you know, it's all right, so you can go try that out. Uh, another thing uh, is there's a uh, MOBA coming to the Nintendo Switch, Arena of Valor, uh, which I guess we'll have to see how that flies with Nintendo's awesome online service. Uh, and then it looks like the last big uh, announcement here was from Bethesda, Doom and Wolfenstein 2 on Switch. Uh, wow, that's that's something. Um the yeah, how the are those going to play? They can't be the well. So they've said can't be that, that good, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, so what they've said is that the graphics for Doom are not going to be one to one with other platforms, uh, which kind of I think stands. It's not going to look as good as my you know six hundred dollar graphics card. Yeah, it's probably not. not. Look that good. Probably oh, not. Uh, and in fact, it won't be getting any map editing or anything like that. Multiplayer will be a download add-on, I guess, at launch, which uh, I guess is all right. But they've said that uh, the game will basically retain the look and feel of Doom uh, just in general. So, uh, you know, for being able to take it on the go, why not? Uh, 
Yep, all that stuff. Um, um so uh the other thing is that there's a couple of other uh smaller games that that we at the game bite show are kind of interested in uh crypt of the necrodancer is going to be coming soon to the nintendo switch eShop. i love that game play that if you haven't uh and then lovers in a dangerous space time which is also pretty neat uh and since it comes with the two joy cons you've got a ready-made two-player game right there yeah yeah so man i tell you what nintendo switch greatest console of all time so good it's not bad. I, you know, I, I spent I spent this afternoon. I went to a barbecue, and me and my brother we hooked up the switch and we put it on the picnic table and we played uh, Street Fighter for about an hour. So it was awesome. I love the Nintendo Switch. It's amazing. It is good. Uh, another good thing that uh, will soon be coming to an end is Battleborn. Uh, the creative director of Battleborn, Randy Varnell, says that uh, I thought this most- game already came to an end. Uh, you, you know, that's the joke is that it was uh, over before it started, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. So this actually just reflects the fact that uh, the team is all moving on to a quote-unquote highly anticipated unannounced project at Gearbox. Uh, there will be one more round of skins and some Borderlands-themed outfits and some balance patches, but no more updates are planned for Battleborn. Yeah, so buy into that game update. right now, guys. Buy some extra stuff. Yeah. Actually, they're going to be doing Battleborn 2 is the highly anticipated unannounced project. Uh, however, you can still play it. The servers will remain up and active, quote, for the foreseeable future. Uh, you, you know, and it was really only three months after launching the free-to-play version, but uh, Varnell had said that he'd been working on Battleborn exclusively since 2012, and in some form or another since 2009. It's kind of time, uh, one way or another, especially at this point, didn't catch on. They, I mean, it really, if it had been popular, they might have been working on the second game anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's even though I love it, there's not really much of an argument to be made that it uh, was really much of a success. So uh, good night, Sweet Prince, uh, at least from the development standpoint. As far as playing it, I am still down to play Battleborn with anybody out there who is interested. Uh, the fortunes are not quite so certain for the next game on our list, uh, Lawbreakers. Cliff Blazinski, uh, in an interview with GameSpot, talked a little bit about his uh, feelings and beliefs about the game. Uh, feeling that there still could be uh, life in it in the future with changes to the shooter itself. Did, it's did you say changes or did you say chainsaw guns? Because that would have made it way better. Changes. You know, if Cliffy B would have chainsawed his way out of a paper thing on E3 stage with a lawbreaker gun, it would have been way <laughs> received way better, I think. Blazinski says that uh, they need to do what they can to let people know that it's a really sweaty palm type of experience that can hopefully lend itself to esports. Uh, but, you know, I have to keep this game alive, first and foremost. I can be very cocky and brash on social media. Uh, realizing that, he's got a fledgling player base. It's been very humbling for him. It's gonna, He's going to continue to iterate on the game, continue to add to it, and so on. Uh, he says that one of the mistakes they made at launch was not including a team deathmatch mode, which i got to be honest, I didn't know it didn't have a team deathmatch mode. I don't really know the modes that it does have. Sorry, Cliff. Uh, do, do y'all follow um, uh, Mark Rain on Twitter? The the um, Epic, yeah, the Epic. Epic or whatever? Yeah. He like always tweets about stuff that Ep- Unreal Engine is doing. I think he tweeted about Lawbreakers. I think he's tweeted about it. He's always like, it's so awesome, guys. I love this game. Everyone's playing it and loving it. I'm like, hmm. Well, probably somebody is. Have you guys, this is like a full-on release, right? Like 50 bucks, 60 bucks? Uh, no, $30, so it's kind of like a half-price release since... And uh, people still aren't playing it, for, even for 30 bucks. No, I think, you know, people are playing Battleborn for free. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, yeah, that's... That oh, yeah, no kidding. Hey, that, that broke the record for, like, the most concurrent users concurrent of any game users. on Steam. Yep, They broke the Dota 2 
yep, record. Exactly. They definitely did. Which is so, ridiculous. It's crazy. Th- there was kind of an interesting thing Yet. that Cliff said. Now he's not going to own this ironically, right, Dale? You're never going to own it. <laughs> I'm not one of those two 1.4 million concurrent players. Jeremy, do you have Pagoo? No, I do not, no. And actually, I don't know that I'm super interested in it. Um, I, I can You think super of, should be. Well, I, I'm going to probably not end up anywhere near the top of the boards. Pagoo is a video game. Yeah. But I am Dale Jones. Well, the peak the peak today, according to Steam stats, which they, they're pretty, pretty open about this stuff, but Steam stats today, the peak today was 1.3 million people playing Battlegrounds and 748,000 people playing Dota. That was the peak counts. Uh, right now, there's... Um, Almost double. Well, maybe not quite double. A lot more people playing Battlegrounds than Dota right now. So, anyway, crazy. Well, and actually kind of related to that, Cliff actually talked a little bit about that. And he said that there's something that is kind of unique to PC games, uh, really because that information is available. But he says there's a situation where people look at player numbers on Steam, which doesn't happen on PlayStation 4 or presumably Xbox One. He says, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you look at PC concurrent user health versus PS4. PS4 is doing fine. People cough up 30 bucks and hop online. They don't overthink it. On PC, there's this want to declare something a success or a bomb by this internet culture that just loves to observe things. Uh, He says it's a marathon, not a sprint, and we're going to keep iterating and working on it. By the end of the day, he didn't want to make the exact same Uh, archetypes. I don't know about that. I think there may be something to that. Uh, People are pretty quick to pronounce judgment on games just in general, and it's a real self-perpetuating thing. Maybe that's something we can talk about. I don't think that's specific to PC gaming. Uh, well, I mean, I think having, you know, meaningless data may, may help it. But uh, in a similar strain of conversation, uh, Jeff Kaplan, who is the uh, Overwatch, what is he, the creative director, I guess, over there, says that uh, poorly behaving players have essentially poured toxic goop into the works of Overwatch's team development machine, slowing the creation of other features. Uh, over at Kotaku, they uh, analyzed uh, or looked at a video that he had uh, he had recorded and says that we want to make new maps, we want to make new heroes, we want to make animated shorts, but we've been put in this weird position where we're spending a tremendous amount of time and resources punishing people and trying to make people behave better. Uh, he says that they have recently added a reporting feature on consoles uh, and said that I wish we could take the time we put into having reporting on console and have put it toward a match history system or replay system, uh, which sort of brings to light the fact that it hasn't had a reporting system this entire time on consoles, um, which is more or less kind of like the barrier, you know, it's like the minimum bar to entry uh, for for games like that. Um, and uh, Kotaku says that Kaplan sort of acted like player toxicity was unexpected um, and that he only lightly touched on concrete plans to fight the rising tide of toxicity. Uh, he mentioned that uh, people who have filed reports are now getting notified when Blizzard is uh, taking action against people, but it's only a pilot program, and they want to notify people in the future so that they know that their reports are, are taking effect. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I actually don't know that I've personally experienced a lot of toxic behavior in Overwatch. I mean, I haven't been playing it a ton. I haven't but... played competitive. I mean, yeah, have you that... played competitive? No. I'm, in fact, I'm not even allowed onto the competitive team. I just barely got to level 23, so... Uh, You're higher than I am, soon. probably. Yeah, Maybe I think not. you have to be level 25 in order to play. I am disallowed from Overwatch because of robo-racism. One day my people shall be free. Yeah, so... Free to murder humans. I don't know. Um, in other you, naughty you, you, you news... You would think they'd have together they've been making online games for how long uh a while since starcraft one i don't know battle warcraft 2 battlenet edition diablo diablo yeah diablo for sure yeah 
Well, in other naughty online news, uh, the details for the beta of Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is uh, less than a month away, and the full contents of the beta have actually been leaked. Uh, you know, we'll all get to play it in the future, but uh, it's kind of interesting to know what is on, on tap for that. Uh, the Assault on Thebe map is going to be included, supports 40 players, Starfighter Assault on Fondor for 24 players. Uh, we also know that the Strike on Takodana will be among the available maps. Skirmish Mode actually is going to be part of the beta, which in the very first Battlefront was the um, modified maps and like arcade scoring and, and power-ups and wep weapon pickups. Um, and the Battlefront 2 beta version of the skirmish will have split-screen support and online co-op, uh, presumably on console. Uh, heroes that you'll see in the beta, Darth Maul, Rey, Han Solo, and Boba Fett. Uh, and uh, I believe this beta is going to be for all platforms, PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, uh, on October 6th to 9th. If you've pre-ordered it, you'll get to play on October 4th. So check that out if you're so inclined. Uh, Semi-naughty news. We've talked on a few occasions about AM2R, another Metroid 2 remake, which was a fan project. Uh, and the game has sort of suffered the uh, takedown notice from Nintendo. And uh, as far as we knew, it was gone. But it turns out that they're actually still updating it, um, <laughs> which I, I don't know. Uh, they've actually had an update as recently as... Uh, this past week... And, we need to update uh, our file on our Dropbox, bro. Yeah, that's true. I was just kind of wondering if it's going to update itself. Like that's, <laughs> We need to, need to make sure to get that. Reggie fils is a secret robot. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I, so. I doubt it. But uh, they've updated it with bug fixes, unlockable play modes, and higher quality music. They've actually added a new game plus and a, and a randomizer mode, which you unlock by completing the game once. Uh, randomizer mode? What does that do? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it may change the weapons or something that you pick up. I have no idea. It randomizes the weapon pickups and locations. I am Dale Jones. Right, right. Exactly. So, yeah, if you... Well, uh, here the new one's pretty good, so I guess Nintendo's like, mm-mm. Yeah, you know, exactly. Buy our game. Exactly. Even uh, though they are, uh, they're, according to what I've seen, they're kind of different games, right? Or at least the feel's different, or they play differently, or... Where AM2R is more of a direct copy remake of a you know, Super Metroid-style game... This new one seems to be kind of yeah. They've added know. like a melee uh, option to it, and they've it's a little different, other... right? It's a, it's yeah. not it's not just the your standard two D Metro. It's a little. I think bit. the map layout is the same, but I think they have added a few few tweaks here and there. Uh, starting to get on the home stretch of the news here, uh, folks who are familiar with the various player. Uh, NPC characters in Destiny. Uh, you may know people like Cade Six, voiced by. I don't know Nathan anything Fillion. about it until October twenty whatever. <laughs> well, you know that Nathan Fillion plays uh, Cade Six, and uh, we also know that uh, know Bill Nye is the speaker. Uh, Lance Reddick, Zavala. Uh, Bill Nye, the science yeah. guy. No, no, Bill Nye, who he was like the. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's like the dad in uh, Shaun of the Dead. He's like uh, I think he oh, was okay. also wasn't he like the the farmer in Babe? I think. Okay. He plays. He plays the speaker. So That's cool. uh, these guys are the main actors, and Bungie's actually sent out some pretty sweet props to these people uh, for bringing those characters to life. Uh, Nathan Fillion actually got an Ace of Spades, the exotic hand cannon that Cade Six carries around with all the little, uh, uh, you know, uh, spades markings on it. Uh, Bill Nye he got a uh, a mask. He got the rat gun, the rat king. Oh man, that rat gun with all those rats. My, so my, my boy, I have an update on the Rat King. Oh, yeah, uh, my okay. boy was was looking at... So he has a strategy guide for Destiny 2, and he was reading about all the exotic guns today. And he came to me and he's like, Hey, Dad, if you got Destiny 2 and you got the Rat King and I got the Rat King, we could play together and our Rat Kings would be stronger. And I'm like... Exactly. I'm like, all right, dude. Exactly. 
That's exactly right. Yeah, he, the uh, the the strategy guide has like a list of all the exotic weapons that exist in the game right now, as well as what they do and their special properties. So he's like reading huh. through them all. Dang. Anyway, man, I remember when I used to be that excited about games, but no longer, <laughs> no longer. Uh, anyway, so that's just kind of a neat little thing, and uh, you know, kind of kind of brings to mind the uh, the fact that uh, everybody loves cool swag. Everybody loves cool swag. Uh, not so many people love the Bethesda Creation Club. Uh, this is the uh, curated um, mod system, I guess, that they have for Fallout 4. And uh, just kind of a fun little note here. Uh, one of the most popular mods for Fallout 4 is a mod that actually removes all mentions in-game of the Creation Club. Uh, it turns out that it's been downloaded and rated. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's got about 15,000 downloads. It's actually one of the highest voted for mods on uh, the Nexus mod system. Uh, you can actually go to the Nexus. <laughs> zero, one, zero, one, one, zero. Because they do it, they do like a little news ticker type thing up in the corner to let you know that new cool stuff is out. And you know, it's mostly like free things. I think um, they also give you some free credits to enable that. I guess. And uh, I need to just... play that game, guys. I really need to. Fallout Four with superhuman robot ability. I, Dale Jones, am able to play all video games at super speeds and complete all quests immediately. Oops, I finished Fallout Four now. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe some of these mods will liven it up for you. and uh, I don't know, maybe there's like a Macho Man mod of some kind. I Are y'all into mods? I, I don't really care for mods. I don't... No, not typically. I do not use mods. My robot dog was killed by mods during the War of Robot Consciousness. Right? You know, I, I remember I installed a bunch of mods on Skyrim just to kind of screw around with like... You know, graphics mods or whatever. But nothing like really drastic. Please you know? do not support mods. Support Dale Jones. Yeah, not so much. But uh, yeah, if uh, if you're looking for a, a mod that'll change your mind about mods, our last news item for today may be right up your alley. Uh, Sonic Mania on PC is moddable, especially now that they've done away with uh, some of the uh, launch problems with DRM and things are all cool on the PC. Well, people have turned their attention now, instead of griping about DRM, to modding Sonic Mania. And uh, the most unusual mod, I think, that's currently available for Sonic Mania is Sonic is called Knuckles Mania and Knuckles. And it basically takes everything in the game and changes it into Knuckles. Uh, that includes uh, rings, it includes trees, it includes enemies, it includes even the little thorns on the little rotating spiky thing that you, you climb over. Uh, all of the stuff is now Knuckles, uh, and Knuckles is followed around by Knuckles, the little flying echidna that uh, helps Knuckles to do things. Uh, this is all also uh, underscored by the Knuckles rap, which has been remixed into something uh, rather inappropriate. And um, yeah, it looks like uh, they're not done yet. They're Yeah, they, they've... Uh, Remix the Knuckles rap, so... Mm. So basically, uh, Sonic Mania has now been defiled forever by Knuckles, and uh, it's kind of pretty great. So if you uh, don't have the game, you can check out the videos on uh, the YouTube, or uh, you know, if you're one of the lucky people who have Sonic Mania on PC, you can experience this firsthand and change your life forever. Is Sonic Mania that, that new Sonic game? Yes, it is. Yep, yep, yep. That everyone's like all, uh, all about right now or something? And, and now they're even more all about it because it's Knuckles. Cool. Knuckles Mania. That's all the news. All right. Well, there's some new releases. Uh, head over to tech-gaming.com because that's where we poach our new release list from. So head over there and um, check out their new release list. They keep it up to, up to date. Uh, Jeremy's uh, homies with those guys over there. They're like, they're like oh, yeah. buddies. So that's how we can get away with this. We can Robert start. is my senpai. Indeed. Please uh, notice so, me. 
New releases. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite uh, for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. This is out. Uh, so fighting game fans who like that. I, I haven't heard anything anything positive and or negative about this game. You guys at all? Uh, well, there was like the, for... the weird stuff with the character models. Like the Chun-Li looked kind of weird, but then they fixed her. Um, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Dishonored, The Death of the Outsider. This is a, a standalone Dishonored 2 expansion. Expand alone. Expand alone. Ooh. I haven't heard that before. That's that's pretty that's pretty good. That's almost as good as Nindy's, you know? Um, anyway, uh, more Dishonored 2. My calculations and, show that this may be the last Dishonored game we see. But I do not feel emotion. Well, if they... I am Dale Jones. Which makes you think that if, that if they were working on this expand alone before Des Dishonored 2 ever came out, so they never knew how it was going to be, and now it's like, well, we better release it. Because I don't think Dishonored 2, like, sold too well, did it? My memory bank does not recall what I said here. Didn't get a whole lot of buzz or hype when it was coming out. Please sure. appreciate my very trenchant and insightful comments here about Dishonored. Mm -hmm. Arcane Studios is too beautiful for this world. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dishonored's awesome. I actually, uh... No, I am awesome. Oh, nice. Dale Jones. Yeah, we were talking about Dishonored the other day on the podcast, and I actually installed Dishonored with the intention of playing through some of the DLC on the first Dishonored. Um, maybe it'll get me hype, hyped up enough to, you know, pick up the, the second game. Dishonored is acceptable. Oh, cool. But Elite Dangerous is even better. You can sit for hours and watch the blackness of space pass over you and around you. If you do not respect yourself, as I, Dale Jones, do not, Elite Dangerous is the game you should get hyped for. <laughs> cool. This is why we can't have nice well, it's that time of year, yeah. fellas. It's uh, the time that sports games come out. Madden's already come out a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. A month ago? A while ago. Anyway, but the uh, NBA games are also NBA 2K... 18 as well as NBA Live 18 from EA uh, those are both out as well as NHL 18 um, I believe they have some sort of EA access access that you can get to them if you have that on Xbox one so oh. I don't know look at that I guess if you care to check out sports games uh, on the 3ds Metroid Samus returns came out a couple days ago it's uh, forty dollars also um, Minecraft uh, available for the new 3DS, I believe it's probably exclusive on that. I think just the horsepower of running that type of game uh, requires the new Nintendo 3DS. It's at least um, as complex as an SNES game, so it must be on at the least. At least. <laughs> anyway, that's out, so I don't know. Buy it if you don't own it like everywhere else already. Uh, also on the Wii U, Earthlock Festival of Magic for $10. This sounds great. I'm sure Jeremy put it on here for a reason. Jeremy, explain yourself. Yeah, I put it on here because I played it uh, on the uh, Xbox One when it came out a few months back, and uh, I just thought it was interesting that they were releasing it on this platform at all, and it's only $10. Uh, it's a decent uh, kind of homage to RPGs of the, say, PS1 to maybe PS2 era, and uh, it's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. So if you still have your Wii U out, uh, get that for 10 bucks. Nice. Uh, also, for 10 bucks, a video game coming out for the Vita, which has already been on Steam for about a year or so, Burly Men at Sea. Whoa. Um, I only put it on here because uh, it's on the Vita, and I don't know, Jeremy forgot that. We've got to have it. We've got to have it. Um, but one of the reviews here on Steam says, 
uh, from Rock, Paper, Shotgun. It's a tiny but then not tiny, lovely thing with so much character and a wonderful sense of adventure about burly men at sea. It looks like a pretty minimalist graphic style game. Not pixelated, just kind of an artsy, um, good-looking game. Oh, so man. That's on the Vita. So if, get your Vita kicking around. On the PlayStation 1? I have it over in a box. So I went through my. I found my Sega Genesis games and also found my copy of Xenogears today. Not that I'm going to play. Burly Men at Sea is similar to Xenogears because Bart the Pirate leads a gang of burly sand sailors. They sing a beauty song which speaks the truth of my heart. I, Dale Jones, have modeled my persona after the sand men of the sea. But are they burly men of the sea? Very burly. The burliest. Oh, the robot man of the sea. You know, that game probably doesn't hold up very well. I'm going to throw that out there. No. It's kind of... The music for Xeno Gears also is quite burly for its time. Yeah, I'm just saying the game itself. Music's probably fine. Music music always holds up. Xeno Gears is difficult to play without the appropriate burliness factor. Yeah. It is difficult for me now in my decrepitude. Uh, And uh, those are the new releases for today. Um, On the side of some other stuff coming out, Endless Space 2 is getting a free update that's adding a bunch of extra units and things uh, to the game. So if you're playing that game, I know that um, we have some fans of the Game by Show that play it. So check it out. Also members of the Game by Show. Uh, Overwatch has a free weekend coming up. So when is that coming up? It's, I, I saw it on the dashboard here. Uh, it's this coming weekend. Okay, so this weekend from so the 22nd to the 25th. This, yeah. 922 yep. to 925 is the free weekend for Overwatch. So if you're one of those people that have has yet to check out Overwatch, maybe now is the time to figure out. Maybe you're leaving Battleborn and you need something else to pick up. Uh, <laughs> check out Overwatch. It's free this weekend. Uh, Call of Duty World War II beta free for all. Uh, it's coming up later this month. Um, the, well, the, the beta itself is going to be free for everybody. Uh, looks like that's coming on September 29th and going through October 2nd. So give that a look if you care about Call of Duty World War II. And last, but certainly not least, probably the best news of the evening. Uh, Heroes of the Storm It's getting a couple new characters that were announced as well as a new map. This discussion exceeds my programming parameters. <laughs> no, no editorializing. No, it says it right here. Best news ever. Um, anyway, Heroes of the Storm kind of differentiates itself from other MOBAs uh, because it has lots of different maps. There's like, I don't know, a dozen different maps in the game now. Um, and they're adding another one. Uh, so this is a map that actually takes place in the Overwatch world. Uh, place. There's a map called Volskaya Industries, I believe, in Overwatch. Um, and this is a map called Assault on Volskaya something. Something or other. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so there's a new map. It's got a new mechanic with a new boss that you can um, control with two players, like a big, huge, mechy, stompy robot that can go and you know stomp down a lane and kill stuff. Um, they also announced that Ana, uh, which is the support class from Overwatch with the sniper rifle, uh, she's going to be coming to Overwatch next, uh, followed by Junkrat. So uh, I think everyone always talked about how Junkrat would make a good character in, in Heroes of the Storm. Um, so he's coming, as well as Ana. So she's kind of... Overwatch needs more support characters, and so uh, the addition of Ana is going to be welcome, I think, to fans of, of the game. Yep. Well, it's always fun to have more support. That's kind of one that's... And there's tons of assassins and not as many warriors, but... My robo-anxiety is triggered when playing Heroes of the Storm. I am afraid my family will learn that I am a robot. Mm-hmm. I only wish to be loved. 
But I also love hots. Hots on bots. Hot bots on bots in hots. Yeah. Do not tell yeah, my nice wife. Fun. Dale Jones. And you just get to stomp everybody. So. Uh, and I, I remember I hadn't played Heroes of the Storm for a while, and then today I played like four matches. So, sorry, not sorry, I guess. <laughs> uh, also, um, head over to Origin and pick up Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition. This is the game is $5, and you get the free season pass. So, basically, it's you all the content for Star Wars Battlefront for $5. Right it now. is the monthly deal for humans. It's the deal well, of it's the actually decade, not even just Origin, Dale. This so is amazing. It I don't know. Yeah, and it's actually it's actually on all platforms. So you can oh, do really? it on PlayStation Four. Yeah, and on Xbox One. And so if you have a PlayStation VR, if you get the PS4 version, you can do the X Wing VR mission on your PSVR, uh, Vita compatibility, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, pick your platform of choice. The season pass is all included. I don't know if I do. I need to go to the PlayStation Network and actually claim the season pass for that, or do I? Uh, I think you do have to put it in your cart and buy the free thing, yeah. Okay. Um, I noticed when I bought it on, because I already had it on PS4, and I went ahead and bought it on uh, PC, and it actually... Of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah. Well, I, everyone cajoled me into it, so actually, Jared and I played it a little bit earlier. We might stream it, actually, this week, but uh, yeah, so on any given platform of your choice, and this is just sort of in the run-up to Battlefront 2, which is coming up a little bit. R2-D2 is hot. I must play this game. Well, you may find that uh, this week may be a good opportunity for you to do that on our on our stream. And uh, folks, if uh, you are interested in uh, the Battlefront uh, free DLC, if you have interest in uh, any of the freebies for the other things, any of the news that we've uh, talked about this week, let us know about it on social media. You can find us at uh, Gamebyte Show on Twitter. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. I am Count Elmder Dale Jones. You can also find our fourth man, Jared Redidun at R-E-D underscore I. Jared runs our twitch.tv stream once or twice a week. You can find that over at www.twitch.tv slash show. You can also find our YouTube archive at youtube.com slash show, or check out our website on the internet, www.gamebyteshow.com, where you can find our archives of all of our past podcasts, a little sidebar of video content, lots of cool stuff. Uh, look forward to our extra live streams that we're going to be doing this year in... Uh, anticipation of uh, Extra Life in November. Uh, got lots of fundraising to do to help sick children in children's hospitals all across the country. You can participate in our team by going over to extra-life.org slash teams slash, or is it slash team slash Game Bite Show. Uh, you can join our team and participate in the streaming. You can donate money. You can donate uh, airspace, you know, just to let people know about uh, the efforts that are going on and uh, do your best to tie in video games to uh, some good work. Uh, help some, some sick children and uh, have a little bit of fun doing it at the same time. Good times all around. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the end of this episode, but look forward to our next show in just a few days. We'll come back and talk to you about the video games that we have been playing. Uh, that's a pretty fun time. So uh, until then, this has been your Game Bite Show. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. See ya. Dale Jones. Dale Jones.